want to thank ReviewBiz for sponsoring today's episode. By the way, did you know that reviews are today's digital word of mouth? It's also one of the most valuable business and marketing assets you have. If you're not maximizing your review strategy, then ReviewBiz platform can help you. Let ReviewBiz inspire your members to give you your first five reviews for only $1. To get started, just go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try. You're going to need to believe in yourself. It would come with like a two-phase here. You're going to need to believe in yourself and believe that you're capable. That's a requirement. But the bigger piece is how can you do that? Because you can tell anybody, you got to believe. But like, how do I start believing? And in order to believe that and build confidence, you're going to have to keep promises to yourself. So as you grow and as you do things, if you say you're going to do it, without a doubt, you 100% do it. Welcome to another great episode of the Gym Owners Growth Zone podcast, the show designed to help gym owners improve and grow their business. I'm your host, Andres Escobar, and I'm so grateful to have you join us today. Today, we have Keith Bailey, who is a visionary leader in the field of fitness and nutrition. After 10 years of serving in the Air Force, Keith took the less comfortable route and pursued his entrepreneurial dreams. He focuses on teaching his clients to get out of their comfort zone and become the desired person they are to be. Keith is also a prior gym owner, and now he's an online fitness nutrition coach. He loves to snowboard and toss heavy weights around, just like a lot of you, and play sports and spend time with his family. If this is your first time listening to the show, please consider subscribing them to the podcast and share this episode with someone whom you think will enjoy it. As we dive into the episode, listen to how he created his online program and how he uses his beliefs and promises to himself to overcome his adversity. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. I have on the show Keith Bailey. And Keith, thank you so much. I really enjoyed our conversation that we've been having, and I wanted to bring you on here to just share a little bit about your story and how you came to be and, and, and how you're able to, to share with the audience the magic of what you're creating right now. So, hey, Keith. How's it going, man? I appreciate you having me on here. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Tell us a little bit about who you are, how you started into the fitness world, and what journey got you to where you are right now. Yeah, well, fitness started for me back in like high school. I think a lot of personal trainers, gym owners, things like that. You know, it was a piece of uh, a confidence builder, a transformation. It was the looks, you know, I, w- I was after, I was reading the magazines, just like a young kid trying to follow the the bodybuilders program. You know, I struggled with it for a while and finally kind of cracked the code of like, just keep working hard, right? Like there's no secrets. <laughs> I couldn't eat one certain food or do one certain workout. And eventually, you know, I got leaned up and started looking, you know, I was the fit guy and, uh, it rose my confidence. You know, I tell everybody like when I talk about the story is it literally, it was looks, it was vanity. Right. Like, I really wanted to be in shape. Yeah. It um, starts like that for a lot it, of people. So I think everybody can relate to that. A yeah. Lot of yeah. People. And that's okay. I think uh, it's fading to where vanity is not allowed anymore. It's like, dude, everyone looks good na- wants to look good naked. It's okay. Yeah. But what I found was once I did that, 
my confidence, like all the things of who I wanted to become and how like the growth I wanted, the success I wanted started to become like reality in my mind. And it was because I had put so much work inside of that fitness, right? Like I just worked on myself and now I was like, dude, I can do anything. You know what I mean? So that kind of translated into wanting to help people. I was like, dude, you got to do this. You need to be in shape. You know, it's like that drug that you're trying to push on people, but it was a good one, right? So I just started naturally wanting to help people and I got certified, uh, you know, worked at LA Fitness, worked at Snap Fitness, worked at Anytime Fitness, worked at Molt, like the first four or five years of that kind of just bounced around, ended up joining the military. And uh, throughout right. that time, I was, you know, I spent 10 years there and I was kind of the, one of the guys who was known as, you know, mindset, always upbeat, in shape and trying to, you know, just kind of help people with their fitness and nutrition and stuff. Uh, it just, it was a passion of mine. I was a guy, you wake up at 5 a.m., I'm there pushing you running through a PT program or something. I'm making people work. When they were failing their PT test, I was typically there showing up with them to help them out, to push them in some way, form or fashion, helping people with the mindset and fitness. And that translated I knew I liked to, you because I actually had that role. In, I was also in the, in the military, as I told you. In boot camp, I was running PT drills for the whole squadron. It was pretty cool. Like, dude, how did I get picked to do this? I totally forget about that story in mind, but you just reminded me. So thank you. That's that's awesome. Yeah, being up front. Yeah, actually, I did that too in basic training. I forgot about that. They do pick like two people and you get to sit up front. Yeah, I I led some. I think I was, I don't think you get to lead it, but you get to like be the instruction of it. Right. You're yeah. You tell it, everybody, hey, listen, like, this is what we're doing. All right. This is how we do it. Oh, all right. Go, go stretch. Right. You know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And that translates like into the military, you know, one of the extra duties or additional duties is like PTL. So naturally I'm like, yeah, I'll go make, you know, make people work out or test them on their, their de- test days and stuff. I, I enjoyed that. You know, I just like being in the environment and uh, it led me to deployments, coaching people, you know, people have always asked like, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like fitness wise. And I uh, just had quite a few questions coming. I'm like, man, I'm about to start training people. So I, I looked up online apps and stuff. And I actually had a guy that was like going to build me one out because I thought that I was creating online coaching. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I really, it was 2017. I thought I came up with this idea that nobody had ever touched. I was wrong. So I ended up not having a guy build it out because that's way too much money, time and effort. I mean, they have, you know, white labeled places where you can build your own little program. So I started doing that and uh, helping people. You know, I, I did it for free and then I charged like 20 bucks, 30 bucks. You know, I didn't know. I just was like, hey, let me help you. And I was like very entrepreneurial minded. So I'm like, where's my cash? You know, <laughs> how can I get paid for this? But back, if I could go back, I think I would have just never asked for a dollar and literally just went all in on like the heart, the best program I could think of with that entailed everything they needed and just let that marinate instead of not that them asking for money ruined anything. But I think that it was just so minute. There wasn't anything there that was going to grow. It wasn't going to, it wasn't a business. It could have just been like a Remember like five years ago when Keith just like got me shredded and didn't ask for a dollar, you know, <laughs> that would have been cooler than anything. Right. So I could have even went harder, like training him longer time. But anyway, that's kind of where the beginning of interesting like, model that you just mentioned came. there. There's a guy I taught, I meant where we met at, at Gym Con. There's a guy I met that he, it's all donation. So basically, and this is interesting. You maybe want to think about this. It's every member signs up. They don't pay anything. Like there's no like $30 or $50. It's all what you think you should pay. That's it. Basically, it's it's a whatever you feel the value of this is. And he's told me that it's actually turned out to be more than he was going to originally charge. So that might be a better plan than not charge anything because you want to give them a charge of some kind of Well, value. I say in the beginning, you know, like yeah. bringing the value, you know, one thing I've learned over the years is, you know, continuing to lead with value. 
So bringing someone something and never asking. If you need money, that's a whole different concept. And business obviously needs to make money. But I just meant like back in the day, like I would charge like 30 bucks or 50 bucks and I was still trying to make a dollar. I was right. and I, I wasn't, I wish I had led a little bit more with, you know, because I did want to help. Absolutely. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't want to help. But just going back, I, I would have led a little more with like, watch this, watch how good I can make this product. Watch how they're going to be like, holy shit, let me, I want more of that. You know, that was, that would have been the mindset if I could go back. But anyway, I, I ended up doing that while I was on my last appointment, came back, got out of active duty, joined the guard. And that's when I started building uh, TWB Fitness. Together we build. Started in a, uh, where did we start? In a uh, a park. Mm-hmm. Tried to get some traction there. Man, that was rough. Like I literally, so I, I left active duty Air Force in Minot, North Dakota, moved to Colorado. I moved there on the second, by the fifth of the month. So like three days, literally, no, maybe four. So I think it was that next Friday or Saturday. I was like already marketing to the to the base, trying to get people to come out to this park to come work out with me because I was about to change their life, right? <laughs> We go out there like what I think it was this that first Saturday. We get out there like seven a.m. crickets. Nobody <sighs> shows up the next week. We, like we were trying to do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing. I it took me like a month to get one person to show up. I finally got like six or seven people. Never really did close any clients there because I didn't have a system. Right. So then I I ended up moving over to a gymnastic studio. I opened up you know more of a boot camp style three days a week in the mornings. Negotiated a little rent and. That's where we got the first traction. We started running Facebook ads, started working on like, hey, do you know someone? You know, like just trying to get people to come out, work with us, work out with us. And then from there we grew. You know, we just continued to implement systems and, you know, hire people. We built a meal prep component on there. We were doing 200 meals a week for a little while. Yeah. So that's kind of the basics of, you know, the the story for me from getting from, you know, 17 years old, wanting to help or transform myself to owning a company that tra- yeah. helps transform other people. Nice. Nice, man. Thank you right now. That's awesome. So right now you're doing online coaching, right? So that there might be people that's listening right now that it's like, I'm thinking about doing some online coaching, um, you know, or I, I want to just transition from a physical location to online coaching. I want to do a mixed hybrid. Tell us a little bit about that and, and that where, where you're at right now. Yeah. Well, if there's, if there's a gym owner listening to this, they're thinking about it. Yeah. And they should be because you go, it's the internet. Like it's a a really uh, high profitable and very high impact if done right, which is the cool part about it. Now I'm not saying everybody should do a hybrid or transition, not at all. I'm just saying like there is opportunity to give your clients, no matter where you are, a higher level of service with an online component. Um, So what we did was, like I said, I think in the back of my mind, like hindsight, looking back past five years, I've wanted the online side forever, right? So I came in to 2019 and I took an OTA online trainer academy, Jonathan Goodman. Not sure if you're familiar with him. He had that and it's a phenomenal program. It teaches you everything about building a business online. And something wasn't clicking. Now looking back, I know this. I, I didn't know how to be like, I'm really good in person with you. Like people right. typically like me, they are like, this dude motivates me. I'm I'm knowledgeable because of the, you know, my my learnings. I know how to help people, right? That's a very big component. But helping them in an online capacity became a freaking brick wall. Wow. I was like, I could not think of how, like I couldn't wrap my head around how to help someone without being there with them. It, yeah. And some people may feel that way. Some people are like, no, it's just the, you know, you can oversee. I could not see it. Even with training, coaching, like courses, I just could not wrap my head around being like giving a value. So I didn't believe in it. 
that's pretty much what happened. When you don't believe in something, you don't go forward with it. No, you don't. So, you don't. I, so what would be like, like two or three different things that you would say that somebody thinking about it should do? Like, think about Like, I don't even think that people know that there is a online training academy that will certify them not. to learn how to coach. And it makes sense because I have a buddy that, that he, he trains trainers on how to train 50 year old and, and over, right? And, and, and plus. So that makes sense. Yeah, like, hey, it's kind of like a way that, to train like, people. Yeah. And it, it, that course, not to get too far in it, outlines like the basic foundation of business and then, you know, some components you're going to need in the online capacity. But you can have those components and still not grasp what your job is to actually help that person succeed, you know, because they need support. They need to understand what to do with their fitness. They need assessment, assessing of their fitness. They need corrections with their fitness. They need uh, nutrition of some sort, you know, like you don't have to have a nutritionist on on site to be able to help someone with nutrition. But, yeah. you know, they need those components and delivering it is tough. So, I mean, I would say ex- experience in tra- personal training would be first. I think a lot of people like new or like, I'm just going to go online. I've heard you can make money online and you can, but if you go straight to online, you're that's going to be tough. I, I really do. I think so. Because if you think about it, I was coming from, I hadn't personal trained in about six years, like officially. I had some clients that I would go in the gym and train. Like I remember one I did in person mm-hmm. while I was deployed and I did, but I didn't have a, a book of people that that's just what I did. Right. right? So my immediate, like my, I needed a refresher on sure. being like in the, in the trenches of personal training. Because Experiment. I, I, you know, business yeah. is about experiments and you got to try out things and see if this works. Okay, great. No, it doesn't work. Oh, dang. Okay. Adjust. Change. Right. Yeah. yeah and, and how does that person receive it? Who are you talking to? So when you have a gym or you're a personal trainer, you kind of just like take people that come in, like you're, you're looking, you don't, you don't have the avatar or that that ideal customer, you know, like you right. don't have that person in mind. And because in person you can, you can have all walks of life, but vibe with them on some level because you're in person. But when you come to online, like you almost have to have that person who they, they, you get them and they get you and like you can chat for a little bit and it just not, it's not seem weird. Right. And I'm not saying you won't have a bunch of people that you don't vibe with, even when you're trying to do that. That's just the nature of the business. But having that experience and being able to translate what works for the clients and make sure that you're still able to give it to them in some capacity would be a huge piece of that puzzle. You know, being able to understand where they need you because you're not just, there's no component where you're in their face. So you don't get that. They don't get that excitement. I'm going to meet my trainer. Do you feel it's more customized online than it is in person or vice versa? Which one do you think is more customized to the individual, right? Online. Yeah. This is the thing. It could all be, if if you're only in person and you're doing that component, you can customize the workouts. Sure. You know, you can check for them, you can correct for them, you can do that. But what you have the opportunity for online is a program that meets their needs in a, as a whole, right? You can actually take someone through the hurdles of their weekends. You can walk them through how to schedule their week and how to eat throughout their week so that they don't ruin it on the weekends, right? You can create packages that encompass everything. That way you're not like, oh, nope, not going to talk about that because I get paid by the session, right? Which is cool. You know, it, it's a much more scalable approach. Yeah. I love it, dude. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for, for letting us kind of sneak peek of uh, how you develop your program and, and the differences between, you know, in person and online, because people need to understand that before they jump into that online world. 
So let's let's just uh, go. You know, you know, jumping into an online world, there's bumps and bruises that that come, and so in life is a roller coaster, and that's what we like to say around here. And there's ups and downs, lefts and rights, turns. There's you're not where ready for. So there's guardrails and there's a track that helps you stay inside of that cart and that roller coaster. For you, what has been a track or a guardrail that's helped you stay on track and focus on getting to your goal, to, you know, destination where you're headed to? Well, I think a piece of that, well, if I had to sum it up, I'd say just dedication. Dedication and determination to be the best version of myself. That's kind of like what what keeps me on in track because there's a lot of things that, you know, the desire to go on vacations, the desire to you know, you know, let loose on the weekends, maybe drink a little too much and be lazy. Like those, kind, you know, just kind of like sitting in the moment and thinking, oh, it's good enough. Like just the desire to be better and not accept right now is enough has kind of kept me going. The desire to prove that I can do it. Like, you know, a lot of people don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that they can. They don't believe that it's possible. You know, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 months, you know, it seems crazy to people. And, and growing a business that with actually functions and helps people, uh, I wanted to prove that. You know, I wanted to be able to say, yeah, I did that. I am a business owner, you know, because entrepreneurship's a, a tough, a tough road, you know, and I'm still new. I really am. I'm, I'm very, very new because my, been in it, what, a little over four years. But in reality, I was, I had the military backing me for a little bit of that. So I'm very fresh with, with it and just knowing that, I want to be better. There's more. There's just continuous layers of it. Uh, and then, of course, my wife, you know, she's always there as a tra- like a physical person to, hey, you got this. You know, like there's days you come in and like, man, is this shit going to work? <laughs> am I going to be, you know, when am I going to be here? And just, you know, just having someone there that's uh, that kind of brings you back like, dude, look, look what you've been doing. Look at all that you do and just reminding you of how far everything's come. So I guess that would kind of be. Interesting when you talked about wife, you know, you hear the, the adage, it's behind every good man is a, it's a good wife. But somebody said the other day, it's like in front of a good man is is a great wife, encouraging and leading. And and I have to tell you that yeah. that's so true, you know, cause and sometimes it takes a while for the wife to to jump on, you know, sometimes you, of course, you got to move forward and, and go forth and, and cast the vision and and create the right. land and say, hey, yeah, this is what we have. And then she's like, it's yeah, just like that's leadership. great. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You, well, Love it's it. leadership. It really is. You got to lead, like, that's your family. So especially yeah. military, you can, you can probably relate to this very, or any service member, or something like that. Very structured. You know, when your pay's coming, you know, you could literally like on year five calculate close to what you'll retire with. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, that's the predictability and that's what people love. And families love that too. Spouses love that too. You know, people want to feel like it's coming. So I think just like you have to do, like build confidence in yourself by showing up consistently and like proving to yourself that you'll do it so that you don't lack the trust or lack the the confidence. Same concept there. Like over time, I've done things, I've said I want to do, and then I would do it. And now my wife inherently believes I will do it, right? So that's a huge piece of it. So if you're someone who like literally like drinks on the weekends, never shows up for anything, doesn't take care of their body, isn't on point with anything, never accomplishes things. And then you got this dream. You could be that person, but dude, you're not even fucking taking care of your body. You think you're about to take care of the family on your own and wake up every day and grind. is a beautiful word to hear when you're scoring on the soccer field. 
This last World Cup was won by Argentina because of one important player. Yeah, you got it. It was the goalie. He secured the win for the team. And in the same way, ReviewBiz platform will catch negative reviews before they go online. In addition, it helps you score and promote fresh new reviews so you can crush the competition. So don't let those big box gyms take your clients. ReviewBiz will help you build your online presence and turn your own members into your best sales reps. Get your first five reviews for only $1. All you got to do is go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try to get started. It's interesting what you're talking about is that when you talk about dedication, I'm thinking about the why. Like dedication is cool. Yeah, we know dedication, perseverance, pushing forth, grit, you know, it's one of the attributes that you're able to achieve it's great things. But the why you're doing this, I had a guy on yesterday on the podcast and he's talking about legacy. You know, I don't know, Keith, do you have, do you have uh, kids? I know you have a wife, but do you have kids? Yeah, I have a two-year-old. Well, it should be two in like 20 days, less yeah. than 20 days. So. So, so you have a two-year-old, I'm guessing only one? Yeah. Okay. This guy I had know. six kids. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, and he's like not even thinking about just his kids, but he's thinking about his kids' kids, grandchildren, creating something of value that and shaping their mindset on, on how to continue moving forward on that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. The dedication, why? So good, dude. So good. I struggled so, with that for a second. With yeah. What you're saying, like understanding, not the why, like I love helping people and fitness is my thing. So naturally that's the route I went. The more I know and learn business, I see a lot of opportunity. And, but one of the things like you just said, is like that legacy, sending something down. I thought about that and I was like, dude, what is the, my business, like my family business look like sending it down? And I, I kind of thought that's what I had to do is like build something that I was sending down. But in reality, I'm just building skills and knowledge and, 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 and traits that need to be honed in on. So instead of me looking at, I'm building this business to send it down. No, I'm building a character that you need to understand what you need to be like, so you can do anything you want to. You can apply all this shit to anything you want to because it still has to happen in every aspect of your life. So it's not the business I'm sending down. It's the character traits, the human, the belief, the confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, this reminds me so good about is not what you leave for them is what you leave in them what matters. Yeah. So Alex Hermosi, I saw a post that he did the other day. He said he bought a piece of land and he thought to himself, but how many people before him owned that land? Many people. And it's like- He bought it from someone. But they're probably dead. You know, they bought this land. They said this theirs. They passed it along. They, it's an inheritance or sold it, but they didn't take it with them. And he's like, it's like playing a, a, a game of poker and you have all the chips on your side, but then the Grim Reaper comes around and says, hey, it's your time. Let's go. Leave your chips there. And you go with, you leave the casino without your chips. If you win in at the table, you want to take your chips. I'm, I'm cashing in. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm good. But life's not that way. And it's interesting. That's not what you leave for them. It's what you leave in them that matters so they can take it and pass it along to the next generation. And, and again, and again, and again. So yeah, they become that person versus this business was given to me. Exactly, dude. No, so, so good. So obviously death is something that for me, I think about it's memento mori. Yeah, you too will die. And it's a, it's a stoic principle, but there's another stoic principle and it's, it's like the obstacle 
is the way and the challenge in, in life. You know, in your business, what has been a challenge that you have had to overcome and how are you able to do so? If you could share with us, I'd love to hear that. Well, first thing that comes to mind, man, that's that's the big C word back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Dude, I, I, I didn't want to go there because about I know the other day too. It's, it's funny. We can't get over it. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I don't mind talking about it, but I think it's like, well, no shit. Everybody had a problem there. Mine was a little different though during that time. And I mean, there's, there's been, I'm actually on phase three of what I call TWB right now. It's, it's the phase, the third phase of the business. So I, I started tracking it in a way of not starting over or changing the way I'm routing things. It's a new phase. It's, it's evolving. And this is what it'll become that way. Instead of, you know, like the fat loss person or whatever, they're like, oh, I got to start over. I really ruined this last month. No, it's just mm-hmm. phase two. Right. Like you're picking back up. There's a little gap, whatever. I didn't have a gap, but I have a different trajectory and kind of like an outcome. And I think that's that's just how business is. But anyway, I say COVID times because 2020 um, is when I took the small little rent that I had of about $1,000 for the, the boot camp rent. You remember I told you I was renting yeah. out of a gymnastic studio? Well, that... The day they shut the entire st- our state down was in Colorado. Right. I guess that was the day the, the country really shut down. I think it was the 17th mm-hmm. or something like that. But anyway, that was the week that was supposed to be our first week of opening. I literally just built the gym out. Was that February or March? It was March. March. Yeah. So our fr- and that was the, that's why I remember it so much because I was we had been waiting to have our first full week morning evening with multiple session, you know, all of our equipment, like it was a big hype. And not to mention, you know, I just poured everything I had into this, this gym, like a bunch of money. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I, I had to shut it down. Like I literally couldn't even have my first, first week. I don't think we had the first day. I think it was maybe a Monday when it came out. And I don't think we were supposed to have our evening sessions, right? Like that was kind of the official, but you know, it took a couple of days to really realize like, okay, maybe we shouldn't. But anyway, that was when we we shut it down, and I'm like, "Well, what do I do? Like, I'm I just shut a business down. I just opened the same like same week. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what the hell? So that was a uh, I don't even remember what I felt. I just remember the actions I took, and Good. I grew by five people during that shutdown. Mm. So I was like, and back then it was like there's only five people. I was like, dude. We grew by five people when we shut our business. Like whose business closes and grows? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like how does that, most people can't So you stayed like, what do you mean? wherever you were at and then you grew by five. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So okay. we kept you retained people and then obviously, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. We kept them all because nobody, I don't know. We had such a tight knit of people because we weren't that big. We weren't huge. You know, we had probably like four, 30, 40 and they all knew us from like ground up. So- them leaving, and not to mention back then our prices were just super low. But right. either way, You're opening you know up brand like, new location, you yeah. got introduction I didn't know prices. What I was doing. Here we go. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I would say that's the biggest obstacle because you know you, you open and shut a business same day. That's pretty hardcore, especially when you're very, very, very new at entrepreneurship. Like it's talk about like the the trials and tribulations and the trenches yeah. of entrepreneurship. Well, I got slapped in the face like day one. You know what I mean? So that was so, the challenge and the obstacle. How are you able to overcome it and grow to five? You know, growth happens. So, you yeah. know, it, well, it doesn't happen. It, you you do something about it. So what did right. you do? So we, I took the online capacity. Remember the the online portion I had been working right. on? Well, I just took everything I had built there and said, hey, 
I'm going to still coach you. I'm going to provide you with workouts. I created a private Facebook group where I did a, a workout every day at 5 p.m. So it's really my members group. And then mm-hmm. I started like inviting people like, hey, you can come too. But my members got to get a workout like so at Monday, Monday through Friday at five and Saturday morning at 930. I ran like that schedule and every day I was leading the workout. And what I would do is I don't know if you remember back then they had like a lot of content was like at home gym bag at home. Like you can use this. You can use that. Well, I I was in that game and I should have just been like, dude, fuck all that stuff. This is what you need to do right now. You know, like I could have went a different way, but I was trying to like be the crowd of content, which was dumb. But anyway, I did that and I helped people, you know, like we had paper plates for sliders. We had jugs for, we'd fill up a backpack for nice. squats or like front squats and stuff like that. You got gritty. Fun, you got but, gritty. Hey, we got to figure this yeah, out. Like, let's yeah. get this done. Yeah, no, it, I love it. I love it. Love it. We did that. And that was like the component of the keeping the gym going, right? That was yeah. how we kept people on. And how we added people was I just went back into follow up, man. I just called people. Like, hey, I know you were supposed to come in or I know I had referrals or something. And I would just sit on the phone and tell them what we were going to do. You know, this is how we're going to do it right now. You still have these goals. Doesn't matter if you go in a gym or not in a gym. Because, you know, at this point I had been in the military. So I had deployed. I'd lived in tents. I've I've been everywhere and kept up with my fitness. Like yeah, that. No. that's not even like no a thought. Like you don't need this place, this certain weight, anything to be in shape. You're just coming up with excuses if not. And I was able to portray that to them and let them understand, look, got you. Yeah. And five people yeah it was that's great that's great dude yeah no for sure in 2020 you actually turned it up a notch on our business and we grew as well so you know it could be a bad thing it'd be a good thing depends how you perspective your mindset your belief i think you mentioned that that's so good so yeah i love it you're in the fitness industry for a while now you have enough knowledge enough experience what do you think in the fitness industry needs to change, to needs to improve, something that we need to overcome in the fitness world right now. What do you think is the biggest issue we need to overcome? I guess, I mean, that's a tough one. That's a good, good question. Yeah. This is, it's so, this, take the gloves off and let's just go. Come on. Like, like, let loose. Like you, this is the opportunity to just get it off your chest. I think there's two like aspects of it in my, my eyes. I see the creation, the, the people putting out things to do, and then I see the people receiving it. Right. Which I guess it's not like I didn't create that, but that's I, I kind of see it in two ways. And I see the receiving it side, like because you got to think like the person, the consumer is in the fitness industry, too. They're consuming. Right. So that person needs to believe and do and just stick to something. Right. That's kind of the, the how to get it done so that you don't fall victim to all of the stuff that's being put out. Right. See how they, those go together. But I would say misinformation or absolutes. If I had to sum it up, it would be absolutes because Mm. a lot of people will take some piece of some study and then come tell you that now, like there's a guy who, I don't know his name, talking about uh, oatmeal and how there's, uh, I can't remember, was it phytogens or I don't even know the damn term of the the thing, but something inside the oatmeal was it allows the body to not absorb nutrients, but that's just a piece of it. Right there. Yes, it does do that. But there's X, Y and Z reasons why that doesn't really matter that much. Right. But it was an absolute. It's like no longer eat oatmeal. Quit eating oatmeal was like, dude, fuck off. Right. Like so things like that. Now you got people out here really trying, like looking for information or scrolling across a doctor and they're like, okay, I can't eat oatmeal. Yeah. Like it's no longer healthy for me. Right. Fruit or. Right. Right. Dude. Yeah. I love it. dude. That's it. 
it's the absolute claims. Like, because honestly, I've drank beer and liquor and gotten lean. Yeah. And you can do it. Now, I'm not saying you binge drink every day, but I'm just saying, like, that's a poison, right? Mm -hmm. So you can eat oatmeal, (laughs) right? (laughs) And the bottom line is like, you, and I hate the word now because it's kind of overplayed, but moderation, but I think it's moderation, but it's understanding what your moderation is. Right. Because my needs and your needs are different. My needs and someone who needs to lose 100 pounds are different, right? So you need to understand your moderation, your parameter, your guidelines and where you need to to perform. And then you can choose how you feel that without having absolute stopping you. That way I you love don't it. feel like you're ruining yourself by eating oatmeal. Dude, I'm with you, man. I, I'm I'm going to just double tap on that right there because it is so true. You, I have a buddy of mine. We're about to have a coffee. And he's like, I have oatmeal. I have oat milk in my coffee. And he's like, dude, don't have oat milk. That's so bad for you. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, oh, yeah, you're in red and this and that. Like, oh, come on, man. Now, I think I might be drinking too much oat milk, but yeah, moderation. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's moderation. Like, yeah, well, it depends. Like it. Yeah, it it's depends a treat. on how. Don't yeah, give it I'm up big completely on like, just because it's not an absolute for you. Right. So I'm big on the, the concept of over time, you'll go up the hierarchy. You'll care more about. So like you got the basis, like the intake of what you're eating. Then you got like protein and then you got the quality of the foods. And, you know, you, you'll build on that as you pursue what you're doing. And same with business. Like you'll start. You just got to start. And then you'll start saying, no, I want my customers to feel this way. And then you'll say, I want them to look this way. I want them to be this way. And then I want my income to, like, you'll just start caring about the higher level and how your team runs and all that. Like, that's the same concept. Yeah. But yeah, absolutes. That would be my answer. Is like, I no, love it. Like, that's a great answer, no dude. Absolutes. Dude, I think it's ready and where time is, is ready to go through the fast five. So the fast five is where I ask you five questions and you just give me the answer. Sure. Awesome. So who's been an influential person or people in your business journey that's helped you and get you unstuck? Uh, there's three there. Andy Priscilla, mm-hmm. Bedros Koulian, and Alex Ramosi. Those are the podcasts, the books. I, I would say I've learned and made the most impact in money from those three. Love it. Oh, yeah, we'll share those on the, on the show notes for sure. So then what's one thing that you wish you had known when you began your business? I guess how to structure a journey for a customer. Hmm. Yeah, I used to just string things together and yeah. I was pretty good at selling fitness because I believed in it. Like I just was like, dude, you're this, you're going to feel good. Like you're going to look good. I yeah. promise just let's keep going. But like having like a structure to business and how yeah. I operated would have been really cool. And then yeah. being able to be profitable in the front end, like, so I didn't feel like, all right, I got to make money. Like you knew when the customer came in, if you did it right, you would get money and then you yeah. can go ahead and serve more. So casting that vision for that member, that customer for sure. I love that. Love yeah. that. Love the customer journey. What's a book, a blog, a podcast, a media you recently consumed that positively has impacted you? What's the book I'm reading? Atomic Habits. I've been nice. Reading it for quite Very some cool. time. But it's phenomenal because it really breaks down, honestly, a lot of things that I've done to level up, but it breaks down how you can apply that and how you can replicate it instead of like that mental game of just keep going, just keep pushing. While that grit is there, you can actually take real tactics to make yourself do these things and know how, have a system around that. And then, of course, I mean, I think it's, they're popular now, but, you know, Andy Frisella, I've been listening to him for like years and years and just very good nuggets of business and just how to be a great person. And then, of course, Alex Ramosi, I'm telling you in my, I think 
he's probably known for this now, but like I've read his book and like every time I read it, I make like 10 grand. <laughs> ah, I love it. I love it. Offers. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan $100 million of, yeah. offers. Yeah. Well, that's a no, good book. his, that one's good. Oh, yes, oh Jim's uh, Jim Secrets. Jim, Jim Long okay. Secrets. Yeah. Like yeah. that was what changed my entire business. I'm telling you, there was a time and it feels weird to say it, but there was a time where I was reading that book. I'm like, dude, if I didn't read this book, it scared me because it was so good that what if I didn't read it? Where the hell wow. would I be? Like, I felt, I was like, could I, was I capable of this without this yeah. book? Because wow. it just opened you up to so yeah. much opportunity. Like, oh shit, I didn't see it that way. And then once, if you're coachable, which hopefully coaches and business owners <laughs> hope. are in some capacity, you can kind of start seeing, oh wow, look, yeah. this this can change the game. Yeah, all these, all these things is positively impacted you, but it closes the gap of knowledge instead of having to go through the experience and whatnot, you know, the yeah. downfalls and things. So it's so good. All right, for so speed. What's a favorite online tool that you, you know, and you like? The whole internet. <laughs> now I'd say that tool that's new to me, like chat GPT okay. would be something that I've been playing around with. Just kind of, you know, it, it helps bring, bring your thoughts to paper, right? Yeah. You can ask, yeah, yeah. you can put stuff in there and it'll kind of like spit things out. You're like, yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> or I'm going to write it like that. But other than that, like, you know, like my back end of my businesses, you know, just keeping organized yeah. would be like, you know, one of the, the tools that I use on a daily basis, tracking revenue, tracking, you know, churn, tracking members, stuff like that. Yeah. So what do you use for that? Push press. Push press. Oh, do, okay. Yeah. 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 So we've recently had uh, Dan uh, Waimura on the show. I actually know him personally. I funny, I called him one day to get him ready for the show and he was in Paris and he's, I'm like, Dude, you answered the phone and, and you're in Paris? I'm like, yeah, dude, I, I answered anybody I know. I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. So just make sure you're ready and stuff. I'm like, yeah. So it was great guy. Great, great company, by the way, too. So go check him out, too. I love that. I'd love to hear that. Last question is, what's one habit or practice you do that you believe everyone would benefit from? I would say, man, that's, that's good. Like, remembering that you, you only fail if you quit, I think would be something that because a lot of times we feel like it's over or we're not going to make it, but like you can keep going. You know what I mean? Like, but just constantly reminding myself of it's not over. Mm. There's more, you know, there, there's another opportunity right. to get better. Today is just one day. And then doing the boring work. That's the hard part. It's just yeah. doing the stuff that's not that fun because it's all cool when you come up with a new idea and you, you, you see the math on, on the paper and like how you're going to make all this money and how many members and all this stuff you're going to have. And, but like, then it becomes like, okay, well, what's the work that gets that? Yeah. Right. And I, I like to think that, I guess, like a concept behind all that, I like to look at fitness as kind of like the, how you do anything, because inside of a workout is your opportunity to like push yourself to discomfort, right? It's your only time when nobody's right. messing with you, right? Nobody's messing with you. And you get to see like how much more you can do. And I, I translate that, like all of my, everything in fitness, like pushing myself, getting stronger, eating better, all that discipline is, is how you do everything else too. So that's kind of like a concept I go into life and I'm like, all right, cool. It sucks right now. Like staring at the screen, coming up with these answers to, to how we're going to solve this problem is not fun. And that's the boring work, right? Tracking those numbers and stuff, mm -hmm. but it's just another rep. It's just another set. Just like that boring set. Sometimes you're like, man, I've pulled this weight a hundred times, but you got to do it again today. Yeah. You know, like you, you got to do it again today. And that's just it. And that becomes the, what you see and what you get to reward yourself with. That's the success. Great answer, dude. I love that, dude. All right. One last one. And I don't know if you saw it, but it's super 
it's dear and near to my heart. So if you could go back in time and speak to 14-year-old Keith, what piece of advice would you give him? Yeah, this is a good question because it makes you think it's not about the age, right? 10, 14, 18, you know, that question comes up. But it's important to think on the advice because you can still use it in the moment. And that's why I like the question, right? You can remember it as an adult. But I would say that you're going to need to believe in yourself. It would come with like a two phase here. You're going to need to believe in yourself and believe that you're capable, right? So that's a requirement. But the bigger piece is how can you do that? Right. Because you can tell anybody, you got to believe. But like, how do I start believing? And in order to believe that and build confidence, you're going to have to keep promises to yourself. So as you grow and as you do things, if you say you're going to do it, without a doubt, you 100 percent do it. You show up for yourself at all times, no matter how it feels, because that'll give you the confidence to become who you want to become. There isn't one little tactic, one little thing that you can do. It's the whole concept of knowing that you can. And the only way you'll know you can is if you do. Man, Keith, thank you so much, dude. This has been such a great interview, a time to talk and have a conversation. I appreciate you being open and honest with us. And dude, anything else? Any last minute remarks you want to share? No, man. I mean, I appreciate it. It's been a good time talking to you. I love these. I love the questions. I love talking about the stuff. So it's always, always fun for me. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Man, that was a pretty cool episode. I really enjoyed what Keith said about persevering through challenges in life and how strong a belief system can be to shape the outcome. I hope you found this episode as informative and valuable as I did. If you have any questions or feedback about today's show, feel free to connect with us on Instagram at symbol review biz and with me at symbol meet Esco. We would love to hear your thoughts. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the episode today. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show on the platform you're currently listening on. And remember to leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate it because it improves the show and your feedback. It would mean the world to us. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel to get the same amazing content and much more. As always, thank you so much for your encouragement. I truly appreciate you listening to the podcast and helping us improve with your comments. And I'll be seeing you next time in the growth zone. Our show today was brought to you by our incredible team, starting with production from TSE Studios, music consulting by Tyler Schmeling, our lovely guest coordinator, Anna Ponce, and focus juice from our project coordinator, Mauricio Murillo, and myself, Andres Escobar as the host. Thanks to ReviewBiz for sponsoring this episode. And if you want to get the most out of your review strategy, then go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try so you can get your first five reviews from your real members for only $1. 